Welcome, everybody, to another wonderful week in the world of the Alpha Sports. This is episode 18 of RSPN. I am Mark. Normally, to my side here is Jeff, but he has provided me this afternoon with some details that I'm still trying to wrap my head around, still trying to understand, because this has just continued to be a theme in our fourth season that I believe has just been a, a big challenge for me. Not a big challenge for Jeff, because apparently... Following the RSPN COVID Classic, we thanked a lot of our viewers that were in attendance and enjoyed the game with us. Apparently, somebody was in attendance from a vino, and they loved Jeff's face so much, according to Jeff, that he has now been flown out to an undisclosed location for a new vino ad. So he is not here this week. How he has pulled a third, what is this, the fourth ad? Without me, I have no idea, but... We do not have Jeff this week. He's out shooting for a vino. I cannot hate on Jeff getting paid, of course. So we will see Jeff next week. But because of that, I had to get in touch with a very rare third host of RSPN. If you are one of our more recent listeners, we have only had one time in our four seasons that we have had a third host. It was during some very turbulent Tough times in battles and beefs in our first season in the 2018 NBA playoffs. He is with me this week to be able to discuss everything that is going on with what continues with the second half of the NBA, as well as March Madness and everything else that surrounds our world in the alpha sport right now. Ario Podcasts, Amp is on with us. Amp, how long has it been since we've talked about well actually how long has it been since we've buried the hatchet of our past beeps i, I want to say it's a wait hold on let me break character real quick i must say mark that was an amazing intro you just did but as far as our uh what, what do we call it burying the hatchet i want to say it's been around like maybe about two years maybe something like that i think this our this is our little therapy session uh, we had a we had a therapy session for the one year anniversary of RSPN. It was a it was a, a little bit less than therapeutic, I would say. Yeah, you got exposed. I'm sorry. Uh, you, you got exposed. That, but it's all good. I mean, I, I mean, listen. I, I think I think exposed is a very negative term. I would say they called you Mark Smollett. Sm- uh, that see that that is that is controversial. I don't know if I would go so far as to Mark Smollett. There was a. <laughs> Strong disagreement that we had between the Miami Heat and the Philadelphia 76ers. So much so that we made a bet uh-huh. on the first round of the playoffs. I might have lost. Well, I'm not even might. The Heat lost in five to the 76ers. Yeah, in 4K. In in four in 4K, there's unfortunately. Le- legendary memes to it. 2018 might not have been the clearest 4K, but 2021, I mean, you know, it's a little bit, it's a little bit clearer right now. But still lost in 4K, and I lost my hosting abilities. For a week, and that produced our third host, our only third host to ever be on RSPN. But thankfully, you are here as Jeff is apparently shooting for a vino and did not include me in another yeah. bag once again. But you know what? I'm not. I'm not hating on a black man getting paid. Yeah, I'm still good to go, baby. Because I'm gonna have. I'm gonna have my my situation set fairly soon. Yeah, shout out Jeff, man. Put that booking address in your in your bio, man. Do it big. If he if he's getting flown out to undisclosed location, I, I'm just I'm just gonna be concerned once it's NBA on ESPN, when it's TNT night, when it's NBA TV night, and I see Jeff's face <laughs> lathering some Avino on his skin, 
and doing that wink, and doing that wink at the camera like he did in the COVID classic. That that's gonna be when my mind gets blown. But yeah, it's coming soon, man. He he doing it big out here, man. Can we get a round of applause with Jeff? A round of a round. Oh, actually, instead of a round of applause, let's do. Let's, I will, we'll, you know what? You know what? In fairness, in fairness, let's give some air horns for Jeff. Let's give some air horns. Okay, okay. We'll do, we'll, do, we'll, do some, we'll do some air horns for Jeff. That's completely fine. In Jeff's case, he's going to be missing uh, an anniversary that is not the best one to celebrate, I would say. Last week, we ended up missing the anniversary of Gobert Gate by a day, the day that changed sports forever. And now we have this week's anniversary that I'm sure you're going to be seeing a whole lot that started. Everything that's happened with quarantine, not only in America, but probably throughout the country as well. So was it the anniversary of him actually like touching the microphones or yes. like it's being shut down? Nah, nah. Slathering the mics that was and crazy. walking off the set. And then yeah, I think it was the next night the Thunder game happens. And they say, yeah, we're canceling this game. Oh, by the way, we're all, we're, you're all safe as people shock and scream in horror. And they said, well, you know, we're just going to shut down this game. Everybody's safe, though. Everybody's safe, though. Just just make sure you go home. And then the NBA season gets suspended. RSPN gets shut down. And we don't get any type of conversation from the league. Changed much now, though. Changed a lot much more now, though, in season four. We have direct communications, if anything like that were to happen again. Yeah. And I will say this also with the whole thing about the with the COVID. Uh, I also saw uh, Tom. What was it Tom Hanks? He had, I think he was like the first celebrity that they announced with like COVID. And I remember oh, yeah. when I remember when that happened, they had got they had got Chet Hanks on the phone. And then when Tom Hanks got it, everybody was like, oh man. It was like he was about to die. Yeah. Cause he was like the first celeb. Cause we went from not taking it serious. They were like, man, fuck COVID, fuck COVID. There's some flu shit. Yeah, yeah. They was like, man, it ain't that serious. And then they say, you know, the NBA got shut down. And then they were like, oh, Tom Hanks got COVID. And then, like, it just went, everybody thought, like, everybody was gonna, about to die. Then we, of course, we went through the pandemic. And now, a whole year later, now everybody getting their vaccines and whatnot. And, like, people, it's people just taking, they got their first shot. They, like, already, like, man, fuck it, we outside. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, that's a- <laughs> It's crazy to see how many range of emotions we went through in just a year. It's one of the worst, it's one of the worst confusing challenging years that I could ever think of. We heard Clay Thompson talk about how, how challenging his year has been within the past uh, uh, couple of days. He talked about, you know, tearing his Achilles, losing Kobe, losing everybody that we lost in the social justice uh, reforms that we tried to do and continued with uh, throughout last year as well. But it's hard, man. Looking back at everything that has happened in this quarantine within this past year is just a difficult time. And thankfully, we are inching a little bit closer to hopefully getting back into some live sports we're getting gradually close i'm starting to see players responding more to heckling fans once again i love to see those headlines once again because it's been a minute but it's just making the experience feel a little bit better music wise we already we already know that people are are foaming at the mouth to try and get back to concerts and things like that but i feel like live sports will benefit the most from everybody getting safe, everybody getting their shots so that we can improve this experience because there's already been so much critique for these past couple of months on 
the player's perspective of playing not even just NBA games, but football games with their decreased amount of audiences, baseball, hockey, shout out to hockey, also uh, getting a brand new bag with ESPN. They're going to be coming back soon, but it just feels like getting more fans back into attendance, hopefully a, a, a lot more safely than how we were talking about it a few months ago is going to improve people's interest in sports some more. Yeah, that man, Adam Silver. When that when the playoffs come, it's gonna be hundred percent. I already know what he. Ah. I know I know how he rocking. Whoa, whoa! It's gonna be shoulder to shoulder. Nah, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be shoulder to shoulder. Now, nah, come, come on, come on! Nah. It's gonna be shoulder to shoulder. It's gonna be hundred percent. Well, let's come back to this. Let's come back to this around playoff time. I think it's gonna be one hundred percent capacity in their playoff time for the NBA. Summertime, Adam Silver is going to be very, very cognizant. Of making sure that everybody's separated, everybody's well, not necessarily separated. Let's not. Let's. I mean, separated might be a a a, a word that gets ran back in the summertime. But you're going to be distanced well enough that you can enjoy an NBA playoff game. Hopefully, you see what he did to LeBron. LeBron was like, "Hey, man, I don't like this All Star shit." Adam Silver was like, he did the uh, Uncle Phil me. He was like, "You being you being hot right now." <laughs> not, he didn't do the nigga. You being hot. He didn't do the, he just did the well, you know. I mean, LeBron can have his opinion, but we have ways to work that out in the family. That's just a, that's just a, you know, right. it's a quote. It's a quote. You can work, you can work things out. How many times have you argued with your family a little bit and just being like, you know what? Tomorrow we'll find out ways to work it out. That's all. That's all it is. It's just a little. It's just a little squabble. Excuse me, I'm not Kurt Franklin's son. I don't argue with my family. All right, you know what? You know what? I did not expect to talk, to touch on Kurt Franklin. I I did a good job ignoring Kurt Franklin yeah. this week until I seen the apology. Do you want a revolution? Shout out Kurt Franklin. You bitch ass nigga. <laughs> he said he's gonna choke, bro. What he say? He said he's gonna choke him to death. I was like, damn. <laughs> so I'm I'm truly truly hoping that nobody's parents have ever had to 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 tell them that at, at any certain point in time, no matter what has happened. Uh, my my pops may have when I got caught stealing in an, uh, in um blockbuster music. Blockbuster music. Yeah. Is that a was... se- is that a separate? Nah. This is, I mean your blockbuster music section. Uh no, it was I was at where was that? It was Disney World. It was at Disney? It was a field trip at Disney World. And um, on a field trip, what yeah, grade? What grade was this? It was sixth grade. It was I was trying to steal the Nelly CD. Jesus Country Christ. grammar. I was. <laughs> You trying to steal a diamond classic? Yeah, because I was, around that time I was stealing CDs. I was like literally, I was I was I was a pro at it. But that one time, I went to go steal on a field trip. My teacher seen me, and of course she she said, "When we get back to Jacksonville, you're in trouble." I'm telling your dad. So you know, Jacksonville and Orlando, it's like two hours away. Mm-hmm. Longest longest two hours of my life. So you knew you were gonna get your ass beat as soon as as soon yeah. as uh, you touch down. That's a that's a two hour trip that you're just like contemplating your last hours on, on the on the earth essentially. Yeah. yeah, imagine being on a it was a little it was a bus little little uh, little tour bus. I don't know if I want to say a tour bus like a little shuttle bus. What do you what do you call it? Uh, Co- coach bus. I don't know. You want a Greyhound? No, what's not a damn oh, Greyhound? I'm, I'm about to say damn. They're doing field trips on a Greyhound. These boy green. Yeah. <laughs> You, that's poor as hell. Like, <laughs> um, we was on the bus and we were just going back to Jacksonville and just imagine the whole time, the whole two hour drive. You're like, damn. So we get back in Duval, I'm getting my ass whooped. 
So we make it back. I was like praying. I was like, man, can a bus crash? <laughs> you wanted to get, you wanted to take you out early? Yeah, I want that bit to flip, bro. <laughs> you remember speed? I was like, man, can like we have a hijacker on the bus? Because of speed should happen so that your dad so that that be better than your dad killing you as soon as you got as soon as you got yeah. to the house. Yeah, so as soon as we got back to the school, my, I seen my pops waiting for me. I tried to juke my teacher out the bus. You trying to cross up your teacher? Yeah, I tried to hit her with it because, you know, I'm a Sixers fan. AI. I tried to hit oh, her with the AI God. cross. I, I said, whoop. And his legs stayed sturdy. Nope. And you didn't even move him. Yep. She she just moved to the right real quick. And took a charge? Yeah, where you going? And took a charge. Well, it was over for me, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's the last time I stole a CD. Shout out to Nelly, though. That's what you get for trying to steal a CD with batter up on it. You better pay that. You better pay that uh, 15. Hey, man, I was trying to hear EI. Look at this. Horn man, horn man amp trying to hear uh, EI. You could have heard it. Uh, you could have heard it at like two in the morning. I don't know, man. I just wanted a Nelly CD, man. Shout out to Nelly. But the return to the live games, I think it's getting a whole lot better. I'm still not touching the American Airlines Arena right now. What I am mm. kind of enticed in is something a little bit outside of basketball. Uh, I will say Mania in Tampa is looking a little bit interesting. I don't know mm. about you. I don't know about anybody that surrounds that Tampa area. Uh, I'm thinking about it. I don't think I'm gonna do it because I don't. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't get my first shot yet. So mm-hmm. we uh, us, the REOP boys, we're gonna get our first shot this week. Um, and I don't think I'll be able to get the second shot in time, man. I don't think it's worth it yet. I think if, I feel like it's too a little too last minute. It's gonna be a good card, I think that that you could watch, even if you do watch it on Peacock and you stay home. I think it's gonna be good to just experience a live, a huge live show. I should say with live fans. Obviously, NXT every week is is at the is at the Capitol Wrestling Center, and you can see quote unquote live fans and 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 and, and fans and family of the wrestlers and things like that. But to be able to see it in an arena, especially Raymond James Stadium, uh, and see the the the. It's going to be a decreased amount of fans. Obviously, they're not going to pack the total Raymond James, which I think is like sixty. I think it's like sixty plus that you yeah. could fit in that in that Buck Stadium. Obviously, they're not going to do that. Just but just to be able to to see some type of reaction from fans in that sense is going to be something that makes me very hopeful that we can get back to it on an NBA perspective. Yeah, it, it it'll just be good to see the fans back for WrestleMania. But as far as me being there, and uh, I'm definitely Dallas. Dallas for sure. What you think about Dallas? Dallas style. Um, is he? Da- I well, went to I went to the one in Dallas. I was a little sleep on Dallas before I went. Oh, you went it to thirty two? Yeah, I went to thirty two in Dallas. It was really good. I love Dallas. See, I've heard of good Dallas food. I've heard of good. Uh, there's probably, of course, I think there's a good amount of people that that, that uh, yes. end up seeing and having a good Quali- time in qu- Dallas. Quality strip club. Shout out to my military homie. He live in Dallas. He uh he ruined the night by bringing his wife. But yeah, I'm. <laughs> I'm not gonna bring that up anymore. Brought out his wife to the strip. That's a that's a good family experience. How come you didn't? Uh, oh, is it the third wheel type of thing? No, she was kind of like I don't know. I don't know if she was jealous or whatnot. But she, oh he, no, she was like you're looking at you're looking at that woman a little too hard over there. <laughs> and then that ended up ruining the the the, the drive back in the charger. Yeah, because <laughs> now he had a. We had a challenger, actually. Oh, the challenger. Excuse me. And I'm I, sorry. And I, and I rode with him, and my knees were hurting. I will say that. <laughs> <laughs> he had to see all the way back? Yeah. Yeah, he had the challenger, man. That was Yeah, it was crazy, man. And it was arguing. I was like, thank you for ruining my night, sir. 
Well, I don't know about Dallas. L- L.A., I feel like that's that's a shoe-in. Two years yeah. from now, 2023, L.A. is a shoe-in. Because I definitely want to see SoFi. SoFi looks beautiful. Oh, yeah. Dallas? LA, yeah, L.A. is a must. But, yeah, I think I think people sleeping on Dallas. I think people going to like Dallas a lot. Dallas, I think 2022, we're going to be in, in some in some pretty good shape. I know Fauci has said we should be pretty good that we can start going to live things by December. Um, I know we Dallas, Dallas going to be 100%. I just know Dallas going to be 100%. They're going to pack that whole stadium? That, that 100,000 that'll be sitting in the Cowboys stadium? Yeah, that, that thing going to be 100%. It's, it's damn near 100% during the damn games. Is the it? Cowboys <sighs> games. Oh, my God. But then, but and I think I think in a, I think in an NBA's case, I think we'll be good. You saw the the reports that came out the past week. We didn't get to touch on uh, the reports and the tests and the results that came from All Star Weekend because uh, normally record RSPN right after um, the All Star game, or we did last week, and we did not get a chance to see the reports. I saw Winhorst end up stating that. No NBA players tested positive during All-Star break, which is good, which is really that's, nice. That's great. That's great. But he ended up going into the snitch route and started saying, Seven. hey, we shouldn't worry about Atlanta. We should be worried about Miami because there's a shitload of NBA players inside Miami. I'm like, yo, you're making it hot. I don't know the, the actual list of the amount of people. I know you said it was hundreds, and you could tell oh. because if there, if there were anybody that could, if there's anybody that had access to the flights that were actually going out at that point in time, you could see a lot went to Miami. Everybody that left the All-Star game, you saw some went to Los Angeles, some went uh, to their homes and what you would expect. Obviously, you would expect to see uh, at least two flights go out to Los Angeles, one of those being LeBron James. He's going back home. But a whole lot of other ones ended up going out to Miami, and that's what he was fearful for. But we have no we have no bad tests. Hey, man, I seen your boy Tyler Hero. He was out here, man. What, what's his girl, Katya? Uh, Katia? Katia Henry? Katia. Yeah, yeah, Katia, was, yeah, Katia, yeah, Katia, Henry, they were just, just enjoying their life. Uh, it was, they was out here, man. Out where? It was out here. Here? It was out, out here. Out here? Well, I mean, they, I mean, they were, uh, they were, they were still good though. I feel like I don't think, I don't think they would have been dangerous. I mean, there was a point in time where uh, there was something that kept here out for a good amount of time. I don't know if it was Katia or not, but yeah, I think it was in Tulum. To. He did not go to no damn Tulum. <laughs> right, they was out in Tulum with the brunch boots on. Stop it. They was, it. Out, they was out here, man. Tyler, Tyler, Tyler Hero's not going to Tulum. He he is he's locked in just like all of the heat right now. I don't now. know, bro. He had the cornrows in his head. He was at the thotty man with his girl. I don't know. They look like Tulum, bro. You gotta you gotta you gotta protect your hairstyle. All right. You gotta protect your it's a it's a good protective hairstyle for Tyler Hero. What are you talking about? He was with Miles Leonard. Uh- Miles, <laughs> <It> was, uh, <laughs> I, mean, I thought I, I was gonna I was gonna immediately censor any any <laughs> mentions of that name this week, but um, it's a pretty awkward way to go back into our former RSPN rivalry. I wanted to talk Heat and Sixers because I feel like we have pretty good positions in the Eastern Conference right now. A month ago, I was not able to say that. Obviously, you could because the Philadelphia Seventy hmm. Sixers have a. Uh, Stayed atop of the East, even with Brooklyn loading up and doing everything that they yes, did. Sir. But number one, what that we was just talking about, Nelly, man. What that boy Nelly said. What does it take to be number one? Did he steal Nellyville too? Hey, man! Shout out to Nelly. Shout out to Nelly. You didn't even pay. You didn't even pay for his his I magnum paid, opus. I paid for Nellyville. Oh, uh, you paid for Nellyville, but you didn't pay for country grammar. Yeah, I remember that ass whooping. I was like, let me pay these ten dollars. Oh, so you paid? You paid for Nellyville, and then you paid for uh, you bought sweatsuit. Yeah, no, I didn't buy. See, he, he can't. He could caught, caught me slipping like that. He caught when Nelly sold that sweatsuit. 
He caught y'all boys slipping. <laughs> and that boy Nelly said, hey man, I'm about to sell these nigga two albums on the same day. It got a clean $40 return. Nah, this is what he did. He said, but I'm going to come back five months later and sell him Nelly's sweat suit. It's a sweatsuit for $15. With grills on it and uh, and and uh, Nasty Girl on it. What else was on that sweatsuit re-release? He was doing the Dirty Tactics before. That's a, that's a good 15 years ago with the Dirty tactic. Now I see where people are getting it. That nigga put Shake a Tail Feather on that shit. Did he? <laughs> There's no way he would have put Shake a Tail Feather. That was, I think that was, that was what, Bad Boys 2? Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. Bad Boys 2 soundtrack. Yeah, y'all let, y'all let Nelly finesse y'all. Nelly didn't finesse me. I wasn't. Buy, I wasn't buying sweatsuit. That was a clean. That was a clean RNS production. Whenever RNS dropped it, is when I had it. But I bought Nellyville. I definitely bought Nellyville because I heard that intro and I was like, "This is the best rapper of all time." And I'm 11 years old. Yeah, hey, I bought. Yeah, I bought Nellyville for sure. That might be the only album Nelly album I actually like purchased. But from a he and Sixer perspective, I mean, right now. As we are recording, we're watching uh, two teams that are also pretty high on the Eastern Conference. One being the Brooklyn Nets, and uh, the other being these uh, <clears throat> these uh, Knickerbockers of New York City. I don't know how you uh, how you feel about these New York Knicks as of right now, being high in the Eastern Conference. I'm gonna be honest, I don't care. You don't give a shit. You don't, you don't, you don't give a shit about the Knicks being high in the East. You said you're gonna knock them out. If, even if you try and face them, they're gonna knock them out. A little easy first round exit. A little easy for okay, okay. I mean, I would appreciate that if you do uh, choose to knock the New York Knicks out of the NBA playoffs. It seems like they've been flirting with the four and five between the Heat and the Knicks, which obviously if the playoffs started right now, that would be our first round matchup. I don't know if I'll be ready for a lot of Knicks fans diving into my mentions and going mm. crazy. But from what I've been seeing from uh, the conversation surrounding and the plays surrounding Jimmy Butler right now, Maybe it won't be so bad. You feel confident about that? You think you can beat the Knicks? Think I think could be the Knicks. Well, actually, I don't want to go too wild and be like guarantee that the Miami Heat are beating the New York Knicks because I don't know what could happen. Things could end up things could end up happening within the next month where all of a sudden uh, an injury happens, somebody tests positive for COVID later down the line, and now all of a sudden you lose them in a playoff in a playoff situation. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not getting ready to put any asterisks on anything. I'm just saying I would love to see the New York Knicks in the NBA playoffs if that were something that were to happen. But who knows? We'd have to see. Man, if y'all lose, man, Mills gonna cut the most legendary promo ever on you. I mean, and I, I won't want to be you. I mean, tru- I mean, tru- truthfully, truthfully, it's a, it's a win-win because as many people have seen and many people have even attested to me. The amount of positivity that we provided during Mecca Month is almost responsible for what the Knicks are doing right now. Is it, isn't that isn't that isn't that what you would think after listening to such an incredible month that we did between Jeff and I? I think even Jeff would agree. He's listening right now. No? Yeah, I, w- I would agree. I would agree. No, oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. I was just, I was just, I was, was double checking, making sure because we have we have to we have to make sure that we have it, the heart of New York City. It was looking spooky. It was looking spooky for y'all boys for a second at the beginning of the season. All y'all, had, that, y'all, y'all had to get y'all had to get your boy back, Jimmy Butler. All that was needed was just some health. That's it. Yeah, that's y'all it. Had, y'all had to get them seventeen points back. Uh, uh, excuse me, almost uh, it's a more like twenty seven. Hey man, you know he got to wake up three o'clock in the morning every day practice to get them seventeen points for y'all. That is what that is what a king of the e- and make sure you add those extra ten points of that with eight rebounds. No, he had to get them seventeen points with five rebounds. No, nah, it is not five rebounds. That, 
Hey man, he, but he wake up early though. He wake up early he though. Does, he does. Who else, he, works, he who else that, wakes up at three a.m.? He got that mama mentality for that seventeen five and five. I respect it. Seventeen five. He, he worked hard for that seventeen five and five. The disrespect. He missed. He missed a seventeen five. He the new Jeezy. You are highly, highly <laughs> lucky that I cannot disrespect these. these you're highly lucky that I cannot disrespect these 76ers right now. He was provided the Miami Heat with hey, a we'll, Dodger Miami type lift right now, and you are disrespecting right. it with 17 points and hey. five rebounds and five assists. Mr. 17 5. Shout out to him, man. But uh, you could, we've been disrespected already, man. You've seen that. Well, I don't even know that announcer name. I probably should have done my research. It was just. He tried to go in on Ben Simmons. So he's the most overrated player in the NBA. Yeah, you can't you can't do it to Joel Embiid because even with this bone bruise that he has right now, and from what we've seen from reports, um, he's going to be out for weeks instead of months, which is actually good news for 76ers fans. Uh, he'll be reevaluated in two weeks to actually see how many weeks. So as of right now, it looks like at, at most it's a guaranteed two weeks, but who knows what's going to happen with a bone bruise that is within your left knee that might be pretty uh, uh, difficult going forward. But you can't do it to Joel Embiid because he has continued to be impressive through his MVP campaign. And from what I've seen right now from people that have been watching around the league, the MVP continues to be his to lose as the Philadelphia 76ers yeah. continue to want to stay atop of the Eastern Conference. Uh, let me ask you a question. With missing two weeks, you think that'll mess up his campaign? I don't. I don't. I don't think so. I feel like two weeks flies by in the NBA. I don't think anybody could really change unless unless some huge shit happens where somebody, some team, just goes on an undefeated run for the next two weeks and it's responsible because of one person, uh, Jimmy Butler. I don't, I don't think. I don't think anybody's gonna. <laughs> right. um, I don't think anybody's gonna gonna change the MVP conversation um, as of yet. I still think Joel Embiid's in in good. Uh, what happened? Uh, I just want I just want to get that on recording. All right, so let me what stop right there. there. Huh? What happened? What? Huh? You, oh, okay. Okay. Well, I mean, I mean, we could we could we could talk about. Uh, I'd, I'd much rather talk about uh, the reporter that ended up calling uh, Ben Simmons and critiquing his rating as opposed to Myers Leonard. So please immediately play that clip. Please immediately hurry, hurry, hurry. I mean, I've said it before, and I'll, I know I'll take flack for it. As Westbrook is at the free throw line, as the call on the floor stood. The challenge by Doc Rivers. I think Ben Simmons is one of, if not the most overrated players in the NBA. And he's gotten so much love and attention that people aren't paying attention to what Tobias Harris is actually doing on the floor. Mm. Now, Ben Simmons has responded and called him a casual and probably got the most embarrassing type of photo that you could find from uh, reporter or broadcaster Justin Kutcher from the Washington Wizards. But Obviously, Ben Simmons disagrees. Uh, I scoffed at the fact that he found himself as Defensive Player of the Year, but clearly you can think very high of yourself um, as you continue uh, to play and do a very good job of keeping the 76ers atop the East. I don't think it is just Joel Embiid, but how does it feel from a Sixers fan perspective? Because from, from a media-wise type of standpoint, you get a lot of Joel Embiid. You're going to hear a lot of MVP campaign for Joel Embiid. You get a lot yeah. of Ben Simmons, whether he drops three points or if he drops 40 points, you are going to hear Ben Simmons in the conversation of just production for the Philadelphia 76ers. But you think it takes away from a lot of those other glue guys? I mean, you have Tobias Harris having well amount to be able to discuss in this year. You also have plenty of good games from Seth Curry. You have from Danny Green. You have from other glue guys that are also in Philadelphia as well. You think it takes away from their performance or their praise, I guess you would say, just based on the fact that 
the 76ers from a media perspective is really Doc, Joel, and Ben? Yeah, I totally agree with you. Take Danny Green out of there. He's ass. I actually I actually told Joe Biden I'll give him my stimulus check if he uh get Danny to Green. Hire Danny to get Danny Green out of here? Yeah, you get my you keep my stimmy if you get him off my team. So is it just a is it just a bias? Uh no, it's a lot of players. We got most of the bench, man. We got uh Furcon. Um it's a lot of people out there balling. Uh I will say this though. As far as Ben Simmons being the most overrated, I'm kind of I'm a little hard on Ben Simmons. I feel like he could be doing a lot better. I think his defense is what's um, keeping people off his heads, but I think he needs to score a lot more on offense. I will say this: I've if I had to pick between Tobias and Ben Simmons over who was going to get that All Star spot. I'm going to Tobias every day. Tobias is living up to his max contract finally. Mm. He wasn't living up to it last year. He stepped it up a lot, and he's the second. He's obviously the second option on the team. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't expect. I didn't expect Ben to get it. We talked about the 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 nominations that that were going to come from the reserves, and there were so many people in the Eastern Conference name wise that we could have used, and I just did not expect Ben Simmons uh, to get it. Joel Embiid was a one hundred percent guarantee, but Ben ended up yeah. getting it, and we didn't even see Ben or Joel at all because of their barber that tested positive. So I will say this though: uh, most of the reporters that was predicting the team, they had Ben on their team. I just didn't see from me watching every 76 game, I just didn't see how he was an all-star over Tobias. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was legit confused by that. But I will say this, though. I don't hear this talk anymore. I don't hear the Ben Simmons and Joel and B can't coexist anymore. I don't hear that talk anymore. Yeah, and there I'm was happy, that. I'm happy that's over at least. Yeah, that that ended up coming out after after Jimmy ended up uh, ended up leaving. And it was a lot of people's questions when trying to make sense of why Philadelphia should be atop those Eastern Conference conversations. And right now, I feel I feel like they've erased all of that doubt, at least as of right now. It's almost at the area of the Milwaukee Bucks where people are highly impressed of what is going on. Oh, actually, I'll say people give more credit for Philadelphia than they would in Milwaukee. I feel like if Milwaukee won 70 games this year, people would even be, would 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 want to see what happens in the NBA playoffs. But people are fairly impressed of what is going on in Philadelphia and people just want to see Philadelphia make that playoffs run that has been storied for the past few years or at least from a media perspective I would say uh to be able to make sense of why this has been such a huge signing and Doc Rivers I I feel like I feel like knows that yeah Doc yeah Doc's um he's coaching way better than Brett I mean uh let me say redacted even though we can't have too many redacteds on here but he's my redacted (laughs) <laughs> Brett Brown is Brett Brown is your redacted. Yeah, he's redacted. Why is Brett Brown your redacted? He gave Coach. you a he gave you a playoff he gave you a playoffs uh, series win. Ass Coach redacted. He's ass. And you see what you see what Doc doing, man. He he got the rotations going. Mm-hmm. He, he got Dwight out there hooping. We didn't mention Dwight Dwight out there balling. I mean, NBA champion Dwight Howard is is definitely feeling good after last year. We already seen him crying next to the trophy. So now so now he's 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 lifted a whole bunch of mess off of his. Off of his past and his critique, now that he's a now that he's a champion, he can breathe a little he got, bit better. He got he got Shake out there hooping. I don't know if you've seen Shake. Shake scoring uh, thirteen points a game. Shake off Milton. The bench. Yeah, Shake Milton. Um, Tyrese Maxey was hooping the rookie. He kind of toned he kind of like uh, toned him down a little bit. He, he's only getting like five minutes a game, but he was coming out the gate, man. He got everybody hooping on that team. 
One thing that has also included both the Sixers and the Heat for the past week is actually the trade rumors that have surrounded Kyle Lowry. A lot of people have wanted to see Kyle Lowry return home, you would say, and go to the Philadelphia 76ers. I don't know how you would feel on his on his inclusion into the 76ers, if that, if that would really feel like a big deal to you. Obviously, uh, the Tampa Bay Demons haven't been having the best season as of right now. Tampa Bay Demons, that's funny. Yeah, we got a, we got a, we got a Cobb and Jersey. I mean, Adam, Adam thinks I'm playing, but I want a Tampa Bay Demons jersey. Oh, you ain't say Demon Jits, because, you know, Tampa, they spell Jit with a G. I don't like that. Nah, I seen I seen somebody put a say say jit with two T's and I was like, who made this? Yeah, people in Tampa don't know how to spell jit. They either spell it jit like G I T or they spell it Gits. jit. Yeah, they git and then they spell it G I T T. People <laughs> if in Tampa I see somebody t- say git. T- Tampa can't get it right, man. It's J I T jit. Nice and simple. Yeah, it's, not it's, not not two T's. It's something Get, else out there in Tampa. That's like the Jiffy. That's like the Jiffy. That's, that's for, no, that's pretty much like GIF versus Jiff. And I was on that Jiff side for a good amount of time until, you know, some people spoke some sense into me. Yes, it's GIF. All right, whatever. <laughs> that's why Larry the Cable Guy, get her done. Yeah. Nobody say jitter. Imagine, imagine Larry the Cable Guy said jitter done. Jitter done. You know how, you know how hot I'd be? Yeah, I would be upset also. But yeah, it's dev- yeah, they need to get it right out in Tampa. But yeah, as far as Lowry, I take him, man. Uh, from what I've seen, the proposed trade was just basically on some draft picks and um, Tybal. That's it for you, huh? They want they want they want a Goran Dragic apparently from the, from these reports. Oh, they want which, Dragic? Which, huh? I don't know about that just yet. That's silly. I don't it, know about that just yet. Sound like sound like the Tampa Demons. They know who to try or who not to try. I mean, I mean, I don't know what's been going on, but Pat Pat Riley's just been getting tried all season. First Houston, first Houston tried to tax on the Brit with James Harden. Then the Brit goes elsewhere. Then they try to tax on PJ Tucker. Pat Riley should have slapped whoever in his damn face. That's crazy, man. He gonna have some flashbacks if y'all play the Knicks. He gonna be on the sidelines with brass knuckles on. <laughs> Ready to ready to swing? <laughs> yeah, he gonna be on the sideline. He's gonna, he gonna be on the sideline with two pit bulls talking about so where you and get. I mean, uh, well, I mean, I don't even know if you and can get in the Madison Square Garden at this point after I seen last week with Georgetown. Oh yeah. Couldn't be couldn't be couldn't be LeBron James walking in uh, the American Airlines arena and getting tried. I'll tell you that. <laughs> couldn't be Tim Hardaway walking in the American Airlines arena and getting tried. Could be Alonzo Mourning walking in the American Airlines arena and getting tried. I'll tell you that. <laughs> couldn't be me. Even though, even though, I, I, clear, clear, clearly, Alonzo has has much more positioning in the American Airlines Arena than Ewing has in Madison Square Garden. But huh, that's how that's how they be doing them. I'm trying, I try to, t- I'm trying to, I'm trying to give y'all, I'm trying to give y'all a game. That's why Mecca Month was so necessary and so needed. But they don't. But th- I, I will, I, w- I won't even say they don't. I will say the love on Mecca Month has just not been received very well. I might have to be a Seth Rollins about it. I might just have to tell people to listen. And just and just and just pay attention to what is going on right now. Yeah, it's a lot of bullshit going on. But Kyle, I'll take him if we can get him. Just go back to that, finish that up. I'll take him if we get him. Long as we ain't giving up too much. Hey, take. Hey, I don't know if uh, some Toronto people listening. Take Danny Green too, if y'all. If you think Toronto wants? You think Toronto wants Dan? Well, actually, maybe yeah, Toronto take, might take, want Danny Green back. Take him back. Y'all won the championship with him. Take take Danny Green back, man. You're gonna have to do a lot of convincing. You're gonna have to do a lot of convincing, though. I don't know if that's gonna work out just fine. Maybe, maybe Danny Green, what we need to get the championship. 
Cause you gotta, cause you gotta think about it, man. He he got three. What he got three rings? Exactly. You want to so, you want to throw that you want to throw that that championship experience away? Yeah, cause Lakers was, Lakers players was cursing. Well, Lakers uh, fans was cursing him out all season. I guess because he made a, a bonehead play in Game Five. They're just cursing him out all season. <laughs> we could bring the receipts up. Toronto players, I mean Toronto team fans or whatever, cursing him out. Got that ring, so. Maybe that's what we need, man. So maybe I need to go through this stress. The funniest thing I've seen from Lakers fans this week is is legit confusion on Jared Dudley's uh, 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 injury. <laughs> Not necessarily the injury itself, but just confusion as to how it happened. Yeah, yeah. he got up off that couch too quick to get a hot pocket. All right, I'm getting off. You know what? <laughs> Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we have a small amount of conversation to have for this week starting the men's NCAA tournaments as well as a little bit of Hall of Fame and of course setting you up just right for all around the world this week so stay tuned we're going to be right back it's RSPN on the Elite Media Group we'll be back after this here's a little healthy advice eat well live well and take care of what makes you you right down to your skin with Aveeno Aveeno Daily Moisturizing Lotion with a goodness of active naturals oat seals moisture in your skin to give relief from skin dryness in one day, revealing healthier looking skin in two weeks. Aveeno, naturally beautiful results. Try the body wash too. All right, we are back. RSPN on the Elite Media Group. He is Amp. I am Mark. We're going to talk about a little bit of information on the March Madness Tournament as well as something that we also did not get to touch on last week with the Hall of Fame finalists. But before we do, make sure that you are tapped in to Random Acts of Podcasts. If you are not subscribed or if this is your first time hearing as well, make sure that you give Random Acts of Podcasts a subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or SoundCloud. They're also on Twitter iHeartRadio and Audible as well. And of course, you can make sure that you tap in for bonus footage as well as additional podcasts from the RAOP family on Patreon by going to patreon.com slash RAO podcast. Again, that's patreon.com forward slash RAO podcast. How the boys been, Amp? Oh, we've been been doing good, man. We've been uh we're about to get vaccinated this week, so we're about to be the R-A-O-P, uh, I don't even, I haven't even thought of a clever name for it, but we're going to hit that Vax R-A-O-V? Pack. Okay. Yeah, R-A-O-V, yeah, we're going to hit the Vax Pack. Uh, it's going to be a vaccine blunt rolled by Condoleezza Rice herself. <laughs> she flew into Jacksonville with, with the COVID blunt. <laughs> she rolled it up, and yeah, we're going to smoke it, and we're going to be the first people to not only get the, get the vaccine, but be the first people to consume the vaccine by marijuana smoke so is, is it yeah, did, looking forward to that did you tell you if it's the pfizer pack or is it, or is it the or is it the moderna runs i heard it was the johnson johnson runs oh the j and j okay yeah, johnson, y'all got y'all going for the one time so one yeah, so the one hit a quitter okay okay yeah, 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 yeah. that should might have you on your ass you might want to make sure that you stay careful might switch it up might need to fire the pfizer runs the, <laughs> the pfizer pack might need the pfizer pack man. <laughs> Yeah, shout out to Condoleezza Rice. I don't know why they sent her. Yeah, I guess she ain't had nothing else to do. Yeah, that seems a little bit. Uh, I'm, I'm surprised. I'm surprised Rouse, Rice is out here uh, sending sending packs like that. I didn't expect her to be back on it. Yeah, I don't know. So I told him to send NLE Chopper, but he not woke no more. So yeah, uh, Condoleezza Rice. Yeah. Wait, wait, NLE's not woke anymore. 
Nah, he dropping what did that what's that shit he be dropping? Chopper sound? What is that shit he be dropping? Chopper sound. What's that what's that mixtape series he be dropping a little freestyle shit? He got a mixtape series? He's trying to bring it back to the blog days? He do some shit where I'm not yeah, I'm not I'm an old man. It's some, <laughs> it's some, some shit he does on shot, Instagram? Shot of flow. That's it. Oh, he's doing shot of flow part twenty eight? Yeah, he doing now that's what we call shot of flow thirty three. <laughs> So yeah, he's doing a new shot of flow, so I don't know. So the part of being in Ellie Sebi was he said he wasn't gonna make no more music about killing people. And of course you know you got a song called Shot of Flow. So you know at least eighteen niggas die in that verse, so mm. hey, so he's gone now, so they sent Condoleezza. So he's not boiling orange peels anymore. Well, that's so that's well, that's good to know. Nope. And then I asked for Kyrie, but He's a he's a busy man. Yeah, Kyrie, Kyrie's a Kyrie. The big the big the big percenter is a little bit busy right now. So I don't know if um. Yeah, telling him to bring up uh during the off season though he's gonna bring a blunt and some sage and we we'll make up some for lost times and some sage. Yeah. <laughs> well, in in in, Ky- in Kyrie's case, I feel like he's going to be probably in similar sense of Zion Williamson. Uh, reporters ended up asking Zion Williamson about his opinion. On the March Madness tournament that's actually going to start this Thursday with the women's NCAA tournament starting next week as well. Zion said, no, Duke, I'm not interested. I don't know if you paid attention to to what has happened with Duke. Jeff would be completely laughing right now, but Duke is not going to be in the tournament for the first time since 1995 due to a positive COVID test. So now they are out of the tournament. Uh, I'm sure that sucks for a lot of Duke fans. I don't know if that fucks up a lot of people's. Uh, thoughts and their choices going into their bracketology this week. I personally would not expect bracketology from RSPN this week. We cannot assist you with any free money like we have <laughs> in previous times. But uh, I don't know. I, I, me, me personally, I've always been. Uh, this has been a, a term that has been used in the NBA a lot this season. But I have admittedly been an NCAA casual. How have you been going? How have you been feeling going into March Madness this week? Uh, I'm the same way. I'm casual. I don't have a favorite um, NCAA basketball team. Now, when I when other sport when it go to other sports, I'm FSU all the way. But mm. it's the basketball. I, I from what I've seen, FSU's basketball team is de- decent. But I don't really have a basketball team. I just watch it during March Madness, and I don't even really watch the whole March Madness. I watch towards like once they start getting towards like the Sweet Sixteen, the Elite Eight. That's when beat, I start watching. Yeah, sometimes that first round does be tapped out. I'm like, damn, starts at noon, shit, yeah, two o'clock, just, damn. It just, it just be it. It's it's fun. Sometimes watching it the first day because like it's everybody type. It's literally a game on all goddamn day. Mm-hmm. But this year, Duke's not in. I'm not a Duke fan. I really don't care about Duke, but I do like seeing Duke get upset on the timeline, and I'm gonna miss that. Yeah, from what I from what I've seen for the past few years, I've noticed that my timeline is either heavy Duke, heavy Kentucky. Yeah, you'll see some North Carolina. You might see a little bit of Kansas in there, but it's it's essentially a lot of Duke and a lot of Kentucky. And I'm and I'm sure that has been a a theme for the past couple of years on other people's timelines as well. But just seeing a 25 year streak end up getting shattered, I'm sure has to suck. Yeah, my timeline is mostly Carolina and Duke. Man, it was crazy that 2014 when Duke lost to Mercer in the first round, legendary timeline experience. And everybody started going because then, because then, 
you're going to see a lot of it this week of what you should do and what not to do in your brackets and who not to pick and the percentages of uh, how many Eastern teams made it to the Elite Eight and the Western teams that have exceeded to the Final Four and the Sweet 16 and all these percentages and, and what you and the millions of brackets that you're going to fill out by the time Thursday comes along. It's a lot. Yeah, it's too much going on. I stopped filling out brackets uh, when Uncasa was popping. All right, so two thousand. <laughs> so so when he so when he formed so when he formed uh, when he formed Daft Punk, or are you talking about when Purple City Bird Gang came out? Uh, Purple City Bird Gang. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, since he retired now from Daft Punk, I might have to bring that back. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Hill Holland. That's what that is. That is the. I still think that's the greatest tweet of all time. Yeah, that's one of the best tweet. And uh, the other one from Hayes when Hayes was like, uh, it was a picture of Magic Johnson, and I think he was hugging Kobe or somebody. It was somebody retired. Oh, it was, it was Dion Warwick. It was Dion Warwick. <laughs> Those two tweets might be the best tweets ever. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say the 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 Magic Johnson one when he was singing um slow motion. I never see that. You on a you, nasty, know, you, you, know, you got a nasty timeline. I never nah, see that. You never see that. <laughs> nah, you got that horny band. Nah, I ain't never nah, seen that. Nah, I'm not. I'm not gonna say why it was funny. It's a line in slow motion. I'm not gonna say why why it was funny because they'll, they'll they'll end up booting me out of here for eternity. But. If you have not seen, I'll see. Yeah, I'll send it to you after. I'll send All it to right. you. Yeah, I never seen that one. That's outside crazy. of that, my, my probably my second favorite outside of outside of Hill with the Daft Punk tweet. It's it's for sure Chris Paul. Wow. Oh yeah, that was funny. It's for sure Chris Paul. Wow. I I, I wish I wish more people would bring that original tweet. It's still up, and I want to say, oh, it's almost ten, oh in December. It's ten years since the Chris Paul Wow tweet. We might have to do an RSPN episode dedicated to the Chris Paul Wow tweet. A whole hour dedicated to that tweet. I used to like when something crazy used to happen. I used to retweet that. They'd be like, "Wow." <laughs> I still, I still put, I still put my wows with two, with two capital W's. Shout out to him not deleting that because it's certain, it's some tweets like classic tweets that. All right, the artists are starting to catch on that they were popular and they delete them. Like, and they delete it or they pay the eight. Yeah, Young Thug deleted the We Smoking on Penises. He did? <laughs> yeah, he deleted it. All right, why would you delete that? He deleted, he deleted that. He deleted the I Hate When Girls Die. He got some legendary <laughs> He got some legendary tweets he deleted. I'm like, why would you delete that? The, you remember the one where he tweeted his own boy like, "Damn, nigga, you sexy." He no, deleted that uh, one. No, no, he put he put sexy in like in like six exclamation points. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why don't you delete these classic tweets, bro? Keep these up. Don't pay the eight. Sometimes, sometimes you just gotta pay the eight. I don't get it, man. It's different. It's different than the money bag. At least he didn't get his account from somebody different, and they pull and they pull up his old tweets. Yeah, I feel you. But he said he paid a stripper. And he forgot to delete all his. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's that's a little bit. That's a little. Well, actually, it's probably a little bit less embarrassing. I will say. It's better yeah. they paid eight. Yeah, I'm not gonna repeat what was on his timeline, but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We, do we, we, don't, we don't have to get what what was in what was on the bag's timeline. Yeah, do but y'all, do y'all googles. A lot of these people will be tuning in to March Madness this weekend and seeing all the debauchery that comes with it. Some of the 2021 Hall of Fame finalists have had incredible moments in the tournament as well. And thankfully, people have been celebrating the finalists that have been included in this year's hopeful chance to be inducted 
into the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame. Last week, ParamBA.com, this year's list includes nine first-time finalists, ninth winningest coach in NBA history, Rick Adelman, two-time NBA champion and 11th NBA All-Star, 11-time NBA All-Star, Chris Bosh, five-time NBA champion and five-time NBA All-Defensive first-team selection, Michael Cooper, NBA Finals MVP and 10-time NBA All-Star, Paul Pierce, the first black NBA head coach, Bill Russell, two-time NCAA national champion Villanova coach Jay Wright, seven-time WNBA All-Star and two-time Olympic gold medalist Yolanda Griffith, seven-time WNBA All-Star and three-time WNBA MVP Lauren Jackson, and NCAA national champion and WNBA coach of the year Marianne Stanley. Outside of that, previous finalists included again this year for consideration are the all-time winningest high school coach Lita Andrews, five-time NBA All-Star Tim Hardaway, consensus National Collegiate Player of the Year, Marquise Johnson, four-time NBA Defensive Player of the Year, Ben Wallace, and five-time NBA All-Star, Chris Webber. I think the most controversial one that comes out of that is is the fact that Chris Webber has not been in there. Just from a player's perspective, there's too many people that are singing Chris Webber's praises for this to not be a, a, a full-in induction for Chris Webber at this point. Um, I'm going to be honest. Would they say he would be getting in off his college career? Because his NBA sh- shit wasn't really that... Wow. Well, he's he's being he's being well. You can you you can write it in off Michigan, but from well, this is for NBA.com. Obviously, there's going to be a whole lot more that that you could get into the 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 Hall of Fame with because uh, the basketball Hall of Fame is not just NBA. There's plenty of other people as well. So you could do it off Michigan, or you could do it off his career with the Sacramento Kings, which I think I think just from hearing Reggie Miller frustrated with it, hearing other players from that time that are just frustrated on the fact that Chris Webber should have been in here, I think that's one of the inclusions that end up being the most egregious to them. Outside of say I mean now I mean I mean now that now that Ben Wallace is 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 being considered as well, uh, people want to see Chauncey Billups. Chauncey Billups obviously not playing again at, at any point in time. So people want Chauncey Billups. Um, I've seen uh, what has been brought up with for Sean Kemp depending on how you feel about Sean Kemp's career as well. So there's been some people that have been that have been uh, considered pretty arguable snubs, but obviously I'm happy for Bosch. I'm, I'm, it's been a difficult time seeing Bosch, well, I would say early more than now. Now he feels a, a, lot, a lot more comfortable yeah. in, his, in his role right now. But just seeing him trying to get back onto the court at that point in time where it was a risk to his life was... Very hard to watch. And from a Miami Heat fan's perspective, obviously that affected the books uh, uh, of paying him each and every year because his contract still continued to be paid uh, throughout the time that it was out was difficult. But now that that's out of the way, he feels a lot more comfortable. I'm happy to see him now enshrined into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I'm I'm very happy for Bosch. Um, I always knew once he once he hung it up, he was going to be first ballot like straight up. So I'm not even shocked about Chris Bosch. Yeah, that was a huge that was a huge argument even even during the time um that the Miami Heat were were going between 2010 and 2014 between the three of them. People would not jump as far to question any Hall of Fame credentials for LeBron James or Dwayne Wade as well, but Bosch ended up always being that piece that was arguable, whether it was on sports talk shows, whether it was on the timeline the performance of Chris Bosh, the importance of Chris Bosh, the legacy of Chris Bosh was always the one that was the most debated. But to be able to have this pretty much shuts up a whole lot of this. And, of course, having those two NBA championships with him as one of yeah, the most he got, Yeah, he got two rings. He got 11 All-Stars. 
He he kind of needed a little bit more all NBA teams. He just got one all NBA second team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would probably say he needed a little bit more of them. But other than that, I, Hall of Fame first ballot. Feels they a had, little. They had a good college career also. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It feels a little bit odd uh, just from a Heat fan's perspective to see him share this with Paul Pierce because the uh, uh, obviously Heat fans have a uh, very distinguishable relationship with Paul Pierce. <laughs> compared to other teams as well. How does it feel seeing Paul get in? I might be one of the few people that don't hate Paul Pierce. I don't mind Paul Pierce, even though he played for the the whole ass Celtics, but uh I don't I don't I don't see nothing wrong with Paul Pierce, man. He got a ring, he got a finals MVP, ten all stars, um, all NBA second team, a uh, couple all NBA third teams. Uh he got a lot. So I don't and he had also good good college career. So I don't see the pushback on Paul Pierce being in the Hall of Fame. I that guess would, it must be like a Twitter thing that they don't like he's in the Hall of Fame. Uh well, is there a, I don't I don't know. I don't know if it's I don't know if that's comments that are really tongue in cheek. I don't think yeah. the the creden, credential wise, yes, sure. Yeah, if you watch the game of if you just know the basis of the game of basketball, Paul Pierce is a Hall of Fame. I don't see what's the big deal. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm sure people are taking their 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 hatred into that as well. Sometimes sometimes I can't sometimes I can't blame them. There might be a lot of Lakers fans that that hate Paul Pierce. There are a lot of Heat fans that still continue to not like Paul Pierce at any point in time. I will say, during the era where people had a lot of different teams and jerseys in their closet, there might have been one that was in my closet that is now burned. <laughs> now you would never catch me dead wearing a Paul Pierce jersey. I just never hated him like everybody else hated him. He's just he's just a pooper to me. He, he was good. That was around that was around NBA Street Volume Volume Two time though. When I was when I was when I was learning the game through a lot of legends and then just a lot of the stars. When I was like twelve years old, that ended up being one of the people that you could really ball out with in NBA Street Volume Two. So. Now you nasty if you pick Paul Pierce in NBA Street. I don't know about that one. You banging and banging out. You banging out with Pierce in, in NBA now, Street Volume. Now you two. go you go with you go with Pierce until you get your team upgraded. Once you <laughs> and then you replace him with Biggie Littles. Yeah, you replace him with Bonafide. <laughs> Once you get bona fide, you're like, all right, Pierce, you gotta get up off the team though. Bonafide Bonafide was one of the players in NBA Street that I was just like, this is one of the coolest niggas Nigga, I've ever I seen to, in my life. I used to kill people with bonafide AI Yao Ming. So you had two bona fides. He had pretty much had two bona fides in a Yao Ming. You were just Yao Ming camping in the in the in the paint. Yeah, Cal Yao Ming in the paint, blocking everything. <laughs> Just, just go crazy with bona fide AI. AI bona fide dunking from the th- from the three point line. It was over. I used that's to all love, I needed. I used to love. We I used to love running. I'd run Big, Biggie Littles from time to time. I used to love running Magic Johnson because he would have he would have the move that he'd spin the ball around your head and everybody would always just crush to the floor. Um, who else would I use? It was the slim. It was the. It was kind of like bona. Well, not even kind of like. I think his name was Osmosis. You remember Stretch? Yeah, yeah. Stretch, Stretch, Stretch was the complete classic. Guys, he was on on the cover of NBA, the first NBA Street, yeah. and you could you could you could pretty much cheese with Stretch because you could always just do the dunk where he would just put the shit in between his legs, just dunk it, and nobody could block it. Yeah, the when you needed Stretch because like, well, for me because AI AI was too small, so I like all right, let me put Stretch in because Stretching got Stretch Stretch got size. Mm-hmm. And he could shoot, he could dunk, he could do everything. So you need to stretch down the stretch, no pun intended. I just remember Oz. I just remember Osmosis. You would you would do crazy off the heezies with him. Look at niggas. I'm just, I'm just looking. 
<laughs> I'm just looking on. I'm looking on Google Images. Somebody hacked and made a. This looks like a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. It's like nine feet tall and put it in in an NBA Street Volume Two editor. Who's editing NBA Street Volume Two online? That's too green. That's funny. The only time that I was ever completely scared in NBA Street Volume Two was when you had to go to Rucker Park back in 1985. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Because as soon as as soon as Michael Jordan came up and the screen froze, I was like, I'm about to get my ass whooped. And it took, and it took a good minute for me to beat Michael Jordan. Yeah, it did. Yeah, that yeah that 84 Jordan with the with the J's on with the mm-hmm. ones on. Yep, and the, yeah. and the gold chain on. I was just like, fuck. Oh, it, was over. it was over. Once you seen that gold chain lift up off his neck, it's a wrap. What would you do? What would you do if you invited a friend to play NBA Street Volume Two and they picked? 85 Jordan, the 96 Jordan with the crown on the handles, and then pick the Wizards Jordan. Oh, you going home. <laughs> you you're, not, you're, not, you're not even going. <laughs> okay, what if they didn't do that? What if they picked the St. Lunatics? I'll live with the St. Lunatics. You, all right, you, all right, you let me run St. Lunatics? So St. Lunatics would get cheesy. I'll live, I'll live with the St. Lunatics. It was two things like back in the day of Mike Madden. You no team with Vic, no team with Moss. Mm-hmm. Even I'm a Jaguars fan. Back in the day, Jaguars was a cheese. Who they have? Yeah. Who they have as a cheese on Jacksonville? Because you got to think about it. Our running back was Fred Taylor. So Fred Taylor shit was like ninety. Mm-hmm. We had Mark Brunel as a quarterback. His shit was like eighty something in the high eighties. Then we had Keenan McCardell and Jimmy Smith on both sides of the ball. So that's like that's like two nineties right there. So I used to cheese on the low with the Jaguars. People sleep on the Jaguars in Madden. Cheese and cheese. Discussing discussing cheese in video games even deserves its own episode as well. Everybody always has their own definitions as to what is cheese, why is it cheese, and then when you do it on the opposite end, it's like, well, here's why it's not cheese. And then it's always this big argument. I was a fair person. Anytime I played video games, I used to just straight up just say this. Hey, don't pick the fucking... East versus West teams. They're a little all-star. You don't want to play no all-star game. All-time teams. Don't pick. Please don't pick those. You can pick anybody. Just don't pick those. Mm-hmm. So I was fair with that. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't I don't I don't like 2K's all-star teams in well, not all-star teams, all-time teams, I should say in general. There's just a lot of people that that end up that end up either either missing in some certain cases. And I think right now 2K even even it's pretty low on the amount of people that they are missing. Back in the past few years, it was a really decent amount. Obviously, right now they don't still don't have Charles Barkley, still don't have Reggie Miller. And at this point in time, I really don't think you're going to get them at any point in time. No, I don't think many 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 people would care because 2K is so invested in 2K is so invested in things that make the money, like my career, my team, things like that. Well, actually, yeah. Now that I say my team, I take that 100% back. Because if they added Reggie Miller or Charles Barkley to my team, I think people would absolutely go insane. Yeah, you get that Ruby, Ruby Reggie Miller. Nah, if it's Ruby Reggie Miller, niggas would be hot. I feel like if you're going <laughs> to introduce him, people want that pink diamond. They want that damn Opal Reggie where he's pulling from where he's pulling from half court. <laughs> he's pulling from the other three-point line. <laughs> he's pulling from the other three-point line. And then Barkley's banging out on everybody as a damn Opal Barkley. Yeah, I, I take it back. I think people will be really hyped yeah. to see to see to see Reggie Miller and Barkley and things like and that. And then if you got a Zen controller like Mark, he'd be pulling from the other arena. Where did that come from? I did not use a Zen. Oh, I promise I did not use a Zen. You ain't I don't know. When Jeff told you told you to 
show that controller. You 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 hit the you hit the side it. of the screen. No, I don't I know. It. I don't know. You reached over and grabbed. No, nah, I had it. It was good. That PS5 controller you showed in the screen still had plastic on it. Nah, I would I wouldn't do that to Jeff. Why why, right. why do you think I would bury Jeff? Like, why do you think I would bury Jeff like that? Irish when you was getting that controller. No, that wasn't that. Yeah, when you picked that controller up, I seen a Best Buy receipt fly off it. What? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Before, 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 before this, before they start, before they start zooming into that COVID classic footage, yeah, one that, thing that, that I will that leave controller with dead stock, sir. But yeah, one going. thing that I will leave the Hall of Fame uh, uh, discuss, discussions with. There was something that I ended up seeing that was pretty interesting to me. From PistonPower.com following our Hall of Fame finalists, uh, this is per Jonah Kubicek, or Kubicek from PistonPower.com. He has some interesting thoughts regarding Ben Wallace being credited as a Hall of Fame finalist or Hall of Fame consideration. And one of the first things that is said as his headline was, if Ben Wallace doesn't get in, neither should Carmelo Anthony or mm-hmm. Dwight Howard. Ah, uh, he's... I don't know. That's that's a little spicy, man. Let's pull up uh let's pull up Ben Wallace shit. So Ben Wallace got a ring, four defensive players of the year, mm-hmm. four uh, NBA All Stars, which is kind of low. Uh, three time All Second Team, two time All Third Team, five uh All Defensive First Team, uh Defensive Second Team one time, two time Rebounding. Hmm, he might be onto something. NBA uh, Blocks Leader. He got a lot of shit. His take was, I personally think the Hall of Fame is too easy to get into and it should be reserved for all-time greats, but Wallace was a generational player and no matter what the criteria are, he deserves a spot. But if he is not inducted in 2021, then the voting committee must also reject Dwight Howard and Carmelo Anthony when their time comes. Carmelo dominated one side of the ball, but he was inefficient and made the teams around him worse. The Knicks underperformed with him for seven years, and he was run out of Oklahoma City. He has not won a ring, nor will he at this point in his career. That's green as hell. Yet, he has a scoring title and six all-star appearances, but Wallace has four and was a better and more important player on better teams that always overperformed and never were underwhelming. Dwight Howard and Ben Wallace actually have had very similar careers. Howard's was admittedly longer, so he has more individual accolades, but but he never won a championship as a starter. And isn't that how we measure NBA success? If the voting committee determines that Wallace does not make the cut, I won't be outraged, but the standard will have been set. Big time names who had similar careers must also be left out. But since they played a more popular style of basketball, I'm not optimistic. I don't like that. Bringing up other dudes names, bro. Just, just, just lobby for Ben Wallace to get into the all-star. You don't need to bring up Carmelo and, Dwight Howard name just Carmelo Anthony is for sure getting in getting getting into the Hall of Fame so uh, that yeah, might Car- that might fall on deaf ears though and I ain't even gonna lie yeah Carmelo Carmelo and Dwight that's first ballots all around in Car- even though Carmelo probably won't ever go to an all-star game again he probably won't ever win a ring the mm-hmm. fact that he's still playing and he's going up on the points uh leaderboard is making his case for all-star I think we just passed uh Hakeem the other day, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just passed Hakeem Olajuwon on the all-time scoring list, which has ended up being yeah. very huge. He's about to make his way. Uh, I have to double-check how many points he is away from reaching the top 10. But being top 10 oh, he's, he's close to the top. He's going to get the top 10 this season. How many points? How many points is he away from uh, – who's the, who's the current top 10? Let's take a look at, at that while we take a look at that. But 
Carmelo Anthony guaranteed to be in the Hall of Fame, at least at least in my opinion. Jeff and I have sung Dwight's praises uh, from the complete time that he was in the Orlando Magic. Obviously, he had some of those rough stints that were in Los Angeles and Houston and Atlanta and Charlotte. But there was a time that Dwight Howard was probably the most feared defensive man in the NBA, if not the most feared man in the NBA well, let me not even say that because I'm sure people will bring up Kobe Bryant on the Western Conference as well. But especially in the East, I did not like going up against Dwight Howard. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. I'd love to see Dwight Howard in. I'd love to see Dwight Howard in the Hall of Fame. I'm sure that will be something that ends up being critiqued or argued when it is his point in time in his career, and he actually ends up. I would feel really old when Dwight Howard retires. I'll tell you that. I got lucky because when Dwight Prime was around, the Sixers was ass juice, so it didn't really matter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna be, you're gonna be. I think, I think at that point in time, Kyle Korver was the savior for 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 Philadelphia yeah, we, at that yeah, point. So you yeah, were good. Yeah, we was post Iverson days. So. That was Iggy and Korver. Yeah, so we was, we, yeah, we was bad. So it didn't really matter. We had, yeah, was, those were the days. But yeah. Carmelo Anthony also, let's see, the 10th all-time scoring leader, Elvin Hayes. Carmelo Anthony is about 400, let's say around, let's just round to the higher number, around 400 points away from Elvin Hayes. Hmm. He, I don't know, it might be next season. It could be, it could be. He'll make, he'll make his, he'll make his way in, I, I want to say he'll make his way in the top 10 soon. Well, hey, that's, that's helping him out for his uh, all-star consideration. I mean, exactly. all-star, Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah, first, yeah. first hall, first hall, hall of Fame consideration. I think a lot less people will start arguing that the more Carmelo Anthony just adds to his career at this point in time with Portland, which has ended up being really good. Will we see a lot of that from Carmelo Anthony this week in Portland? Who uh, will have to, will actually have to see with All Around the World this week. So let's get to that. After being vaccinated, safely, possibly, First, get the shot. All right, tonight we got seven games for you that are on schedule. The TNT doubleheader that you can expect tonight is between the Utah Jazz and the Boston Celtics at 7:30, and the return of CJ McCollum as the Pelicans play the Blazers tonight at 10. Of course, CJ McCollum returning from a fairly long injury, but now he will be back for the Portland Trail Blazers. The other ones that are not being televised, you have Cavs and the Heat. At eight, you have the Knicks going up against the Sixers at eight. I'm sure you will love that matchup. And Wolves and the Lakers also at 10:30 tonight. Those will be your league pass games. Tomorrow night we have 10 games that are on schedule. Your ESPN doubleheader will be the Milwaukee Bucks and the Philadelphia 76ers at seven. Of course, Ben Simmons has returned. From his time away from health and safety protocol. So he will be holding the Sixers down for a good amount of time as Joel Embiid heals. They'll be going up against the Milwaukee Bucks in a series that I'm sure people are going to be ready to watch in the Eastern Conference once it's playoff time at 7 o'clock. And the Redacteds play the Mavericks at 9.30. You also have the Brooklyn Nets playing the Pacers at 7. Kings Wizards at 7. Warriors destroying the Rockets at 8. Heat Grizzlies at 9. And for those of you that have LaMelo alerts on your phone, he will be out in Denver as the Hornets play the Nuggets at 9. Thursday night, you have six games that are on schedule. No TNT games, so expect all Turner television that you are used to to be fully dedicated to March Madness with the first four starting at 5 o'clock, but you will not have any inside the NBA on Thursday night. Your only two televised games will be the Utah Jazz going up against the Washington Wizards at 7 and another LaMelo alert 
with the Charlotte Hornets and the Los Angeles Lakers at 10.30. Both of those games on NBA TV. This weekend, expect NBA TV to hold you down completely as March Madness will be dedicated to a lot of different channels. So Friday night, you will have 10 games, almost a full league pass night outside of Mavs Blazers at 10 on NBA TV. Still some fun games to check between the Pacers and the Heat, the Warriors and the Grizzlies, the Timberwolves and the Suns, and more. Saturday night, you'll have five games that are on schedule. Only the Warriors, Grizzlies will be running it back on TV at 8 on NBA TV with the Hawks and the Lakers. The Kings and the Sixers, the Spurs and the Bucks, and the Hornets playing the Redacteds to follow. And Sunday night to close out week 13 of the NBA, 10 games that are on schedule. NBA TV has you covered with the Wizards playing the Brooklyn Nets at 7. I'm sure Brooklyn will want to avenge what happened in January when the Wizards completely came back in that embarrassing win. And the Lakers and the Suns in a higher Western Conference battle at 10. And that is your week in the NBA. Sounds like a fun week, man. I'm looking forward to it. Very brief shout-outs as well before we end up shutting down for the day. Shout-out to Bobby Schmurda and Rowdy Rebel making their new allegiances known during Knicks and Nets last night. That's a big hit. Shout-out to Anthony Davis, who continues to rest for the next three-plus weeks. And likely beyond, we'll have to follow up with what is going on uh, with Anthony Davis and the Los Angeles Lakers. Shout-out to LaMarcus Aldridge, who is separating from San Antonio fairly soon. Expect a trade for him coming as we get closer to the trade deadline next week. Shout out to the G League for pulling off a successful bubble out in Orlando. Your Lakeland Magic are the 2021 G League champions and expect to see plenty of conversation on the Orlando Magic following that as well. Shout out all NBA earned jerseys that were revealed within the past week. I will have my gold heat jersey, not yellow heat jersey on Wednesday when it drops. And most importantly, shout out to the WNBA for announcing their 25th season yesterday with the new counted campaign and season long celebrations. Date is still to be announced, but we will be awaiting the return of the WNBA. But Amp, I appreciate you coming through again. For those that are listening, make sure that you are tapped into random acts of podcasts. Plenty of content for you to enjoy between the boys each and every week. Make sure that you are tapped in to random acts of podcasts wherever you get your shows, as well as the additional Patreon for extra content and extra podcasts as well. They're going to be guaranteed to entertain you at patreon.com forward slash r a o podcast and anything you want to plug before we jump on out of here oh no nah, man you did a good job for me i really appreciate that i appreciate you having me back on man substitute for jeff shout out to jeff he got uh big moves out here with the commercials and shit uh holla at me man i need to be in a commercial man so, we're gonna what is there any is there any bad i mean i don't know adam's adam's sending us up nice with the bags any any specific bags that you want you want some uh, you want to wrap need- snacks I just need a Zaxby's commercial, man. A Zaxby's commercial? I'm sure Adam can get that situation. We'll 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 we'll, we'll work on a Zaxby's commercial. We'll hear from Jeff, of course, next week following his Avino flyout. But until then, we'll have to wait until next week to find out. So we'll see y'all next week.